What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number, Brody, help me out. 189. 189. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff James. With me, as always, the incredible and obtainable, luscious Brody Faults. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic myself. Ladies and gentlemen, each week, Brody and I get on the interwebs, and we're either uh, met with or, or have some great friends on the show, or it's just us which is also fantastic and great all in itself. And we discuss and nerd out on video games, everything from reviews to cool new things happening in terms of video game news. And also sometimes we just shoot the shit, which is always entertaining and comedic because we talk about really dumb stuff, but hey, I like that. So hey, whatever, you know, right? Um, but uh, anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening. If it's your first time listening, please hit the subscribe button, whether you're watching on YouTube or on one of the awesome podcast applications out there like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, which we're actually pretty large on in terms of viewership from CastBox, like percentage-wise, it's kind of crazy. Um, hit the little subscribe button, get notified when we get new uh episodes we have new episodes every single friday morning at the butt crack of early dawn and you can catch us live on the old youtube tubes uh thursday evenings when we record our show typically it might change here and there on some shows but we'll give you notice by yeah, following us on instagram and twitter Ooh, Ooh you like that segue that was beautiful yeah thanks at diggity podcast that's right on instagram and twitter get the sweet 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 nudes dropped right into your social media <laughs> just joking <laughs> Boy, I've been running socials wrong for a while now. <laughs> well, there you go, dude. That's what the people want. Um, anyways, with that, um, interesting show this week. So we're going to talk about uh, we've had the PS5 for a good amount of period of time. Um, with what seems like a great amount of time, seeing as nobody can get these damn things yeah. <laughs> anywhere. Uh, and we've also played a lot of games on this thing um so we're gonna give some reviews on the games we're gonna kind of give some pain points uh what how did you word it in the show notes here brody what was your um, uh, sweet term <laughs> what was it plagues and pains wow you can Look almost see like that roll by like a cheesy <laughs> news title <laughs> or late show title um so we're gonna give our uh, pains on uh, what uh what we don't like so far with the PS5, um, and uh, that'll be a quick segment, but it'll be mainly just about what games are coming out because there's a crap ton of games coming out, and I guess, you know, do we want to uh, do... Ooh, actually, PSA first, too. Um, December 10th, we will be live on YouTube watching the uh, Game Awards, so come watch the Game Awards with us yeah. online, and uh, we can watch Geoff Keighley um, kill it from... Probably, probably Area Fifty One. I mean, I, th I think the guy's a fucking alien. I mean, I'm just gonna go out and say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's human. He's in they're, too many things. They're probably gonna announce the next Xbox too, like the Xbox Series Z or whatever that one's gonna be called. Oh my god, something like that. Good god. Suppos supposedly, big Nintendo announcement. Is the yeah, word. you actually have to pay a lot of attention to Game Awards anymore because they make yeah. some really big announcements during it. It's wild. Way to go, Jeff Keighley. Boy. Go for making something successful, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. Uh, all right. Um, so we, we actually to, have uh, some normal news this week, which is oh yeah, yeah uh, not a yeah. ton, but a little bit. So it, little it's going to be bit. kind of a return to to form for Diggity here. It's been a a while. It feels like it's been forever it's been since a we had a normal dude. episode. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, we'll start off with some upcoming game releases. So December 4th, Commandos 2 HD Remastered is coming to Switch. Uh, Dark Complete Edition is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One. Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. <laughs> It's coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. FIFA 21 is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Fitness Boxing 2 Rhythm and Exercise is coming to Switch. John Wick Hex is coming to Xbox One and Switch. Madden 21 is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, Suzerain is coming to PC. December 8th, Call of Duty Warzone Season 7 begins on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Call of the Sea is coming to PC uh, Xbox Series X and Xbox One. Oh man, this is getting harder <laughs> as we continue to add I'm consoles to this. Not getting uh, easy. <laughs> Destiny 2 is coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, Doom Eternal is coming to Switch. Planet Zoo Aquatic Pack DLC is coming to PC. Poyo Poyo Tetris 2 is coming to Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Right, The Eye of Atlantis is coming to PC VR. Shakes on a Plane is coming to PC and Switch. <laughs> That's awesome. We gotta get these motherfucking shakes <laughs> off this motherfucking plane. <laughs> uh, Swords of Gargantuan is coming to PS VR. Temtem is coming to PS5. Yeah. December 9th, Minecraft Dungeons Howling Peaks DLC launches on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Wood Salt is coming to PC and Switch. And December 10th, Animal Farm is coming to PC. Uh, Brigandine is coming to, or sorry, The Legend of Runersia is coming Runersia. to PS4. <laughs> Runersia, I think. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox it. One, and Stadia. I don't believe oh, it. Man, if they delay it within a week of release, there will be pitchforks and torches everywhere. Uh, Haven is coming to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Xbox <laughs> One. And Sword of the Necromancer is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Holy I hell. just want to give credit where credit's due because people don't see the show notes, but there are a <laughs> shit ton of acronyms after there all of these are. games. I mean, there's... I, uh, S XSX, PC, XBO, uh, and Switch, <laughs> and then PS5, PSVR, VR, PC. I, I paused I mean, a little bit at the PS5 and Xbox Series X because I haven't had to read any of our normal show notes right, since right. we've done this. So it was yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was a little off-putting to see that. But yeah, holy That's hell, there's funny. a lot coming out. There's some good stuff coming out. Hopefully Cyberpunk is coming out. Oh, And also... I want to touch on this for a brief second. Doom Eternal is coming to Switch, and that absolutely blows my mind. Yeah, well, it's insane that they are able 20, to get that 2020, game. Twenty twenty, my guy. Because it ran like ass on my on my yeah. Xbox One. So, <laughs> well, maybe it's really dumbed down. Who knows? I would imagine it has to be. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. So, uh, moving on from that, we've got our Xbox games with gold for December. Get ready. Oh boy. Xbox One games. You're going to be getting the Raven Remastered. You can claim that from December 1st to the 31st. And then Bleed 2. You can get that December 16th to January 15th is when you have to claim that. Uh, then you've got the backwards compatibility games. I almost said BC games. It's like it's like riding a bike <laughs> game, baby. Um, you get Saints Row, Gat Out of Hell. December 1st to the 15th is when you need to claim that. And Stacking, December 16th to the 31st. You have to claim that for those dates so um 
You know, not going to lie. Um, it's and bad. I'm going to be a little bit of a PlayStation fanboy just because we have them now. And I should be that <laughs> and play along. But uh, Got to play that game, man. Seems a little bit better, you know? I mean, at least we get a PS5 game. You know, and of... yeah. And speaking of PlayStation Plus games Ooh. for December, uh, Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, and Worms Rumble. And I've actually heard that Worms Rumble has adaptive triggers. It I uses have downloaded the... it. <laughs> I have not played it yet. We should play that. We that is a, We wild. should dabble on that this weekend a little bit. Absolutely. I love Worms. That's fantastic. Yeah. I haven't played those games in forever. That's, yeah. And yeah. adaptive triggers, man. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. moving on with more PlayStation news. So PlayStation Now games, somewhere added for December. So you got uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Stranded Deep, and Broforce are all additions to PlayStation Now. So um, I think this is something that we'll continue to see um, with some bigger games coming. PlayStation yeah. Now, I mean, obviously they need to compete. And beat uh, Game Pass, right? So they need to they need to get up there. And Horizon sure. Zero Dawn, I think, was added last year around this time, and then it was only mm-hmm. there for like three months or so. So it's yeah. great to see and, it come back. And on top of that, they kind of need to let people know what PlayStation Now is. Uh, yeah, their marketing needs to be a lot better for PlayStation Now. Yeah, I mean, people have no idea that it exists. Yeah. Yeah, so. it, it's a little odd, but um, also uh, coming soon to Xbox Game Pass, and this gets really confusing as well. So um, <laughs> some of these games are already on the console version or the PC version, but now they're being added to... You don't know that. Uh, now they're being added to the <laughs> Android version of xCloud Game Pass. Yeah! So... Buckle in, folks. Here we go. Uh, Android is getting Rage 2. Android and Console are getting Control, Monster Sanctuary, Gang Beast, Assetto nice. Corsa, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, and Slime Rancher. The fact that you can play Control on your phone is absolutely incredible to me. Uh, Android, Console, and PC releases are Ukulele and the Possible Lair, Yes, Your Grace, Greedfall, and Call of the Sea. I do want to try out Greedfall. I've seen this, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was a game I almost bought a couple different times, and I kind of held off, so I, I do want to give that a go. Uh, coming to just console and PC, you can get Haven, Unto the End, and Dragon Quest or er, 11S, Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we couldn't come up with a better name for this. It's killing me. Uh. <laughs> and then coming to PC, Doom Eternal, uh, Valhalla, not a... Not the Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but Valhalla. Valhalla in in somewhat of elite speak. Yeah, uh, and also Starbound. So uh, that's a pretty decent amount of games that are releasing on various different ways of play. Um, and the fact that we now have to include Android into this is just a pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean, just being really Microsoft honest. Microsoft way, baby. Microsoft way. Communication yeah. last communication first um <laughs> hey brody do you like your nintendo switch i do like my nintendo switch a lot well guess what my guy the nintendo switch just got a new update 11.0.0 so um you know it's just a bunch of quality of life improvements but it's missing things that we would like that we can discuss after i pull out all the features of this so you get uh, nintendo switch online was added to the home menu god bless yeah that's great. Um, you don't wow. have to go into the store anymore for that. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can access all the NSO services easier that way. A backed up save data will automatically download to other systems from the cloud, but must be enabled by going into system settings, data management, save data cloud. So, that's cool. 
you got to go through the back end. But again, so if you want that, you have to enable it by going to system settings, then data management, then save data and select cloud. When I got my Switch Lite and I had to transfer all my save data, I had to transfer each individual game separately, and it was a giant pain. So this is fantastic and yeah. way better. Uh, you got a new trending feature. was added to the user page. Ooh. See what's trending among your friends. Oh, boy. Wow. Let's play an <laughs> Animal Crossing. Uh, screenshots and videos can now be transferred from their album to their smart devices. So you can do a maximum of 10 screenshots and one video at a time. Smart devices will be connected by scanning a QR code on the Switch. Um, that's cool. So, I mean, uh, I that's mean, cool. I that, mean, you it's a lot of Switch e- online app and you just go beep and you send the shit to you and great. Who would have thought that it would be easier to transfer videos and screenshots to your phone from a Nintendo console versus PlayStation? Because it's still a nightmare to try to transfer all that from PlayStation. You have to basically send yes, it, send it as a message to yourself <laughs> or create a fake Twitter account and send it to that. <laughs> <laughs> And then probably get banned because I think you're like a Russian bot or something. Right. Like <laughs> um, then you got a, a new copy to a computer via USB connection was added in data management screen. So you can move screenshots and video easily to your computer as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, obviously via uh, USB-C mm-hmm. cable is what you're going to need, at least the end connection to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, users can also now prioritize a certain download when multiple downloads are in progress. That's great. That's great quality of life. 12 new user icons were added to commemorate the 35th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers. So that's cool. Users can now name preset button mappings. And uh, Brazilian and Portuguese was added to as a supported language within the operating system, in the OS itself. And uh, several issues were fixed, quote, and usability and stability were improved, <laughs> quote. Nine Still no times, themes. Yeah, nine times out of ten, that is the only thing written in their patch notes. So it's... Performance enhancements and bug fixes. (laughs) It's refreshing to see something else in there. Uh, There's some good stuff here, some stuff that was absolutely mind-boggling that it hasn't been there for the past, what, three and a half years? Um, But (laughs) here we are. (laughs) God, I can't believe it's been three and a half years. Three and a half years. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. One year of that is 2020. (laughs) <laughs> and I've hated it. I've hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No, seriously though, is there something here that like you really wanted to see uh, other than themes? I mean, uh, we've bashed that so many times. Like, come on, put them in there. They make a fortune. Really, I I think a lot of what they have going on right now is actually pretty good. Like I said, the the save data was a huge thing. Like being able to automatically transfer all that just makes it so much easier. Because, like right. I said, it was a nightmare. Um, transferring all that. It, it was a couple hour process of transferring stuff one by one, one by one, one by one, downloading all my new games. Like setting up my new Switch was just, it was worth it, but it was also more of a pain than it should have been. So, mm-hmm. um, I'd, I'd like to see themes, and more importantly, I'd like to see you be able to change the preset of the home screen. So like if you don't want, if you have a ton of games, mm-hmm. instead of doing like the one row, that goes across just the river. most recently played stuff, yeah. Yeah, you can do like, you know, a whole grid and a bunch of other stuff. And like, you can segment it differently. So it's like, it has your most recent on the left and then has all your games on the right. Kind of like that. Kind of like the um, the 3DS. How they yeah, have, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, really almost like smartphone style, right? Where it's like iPhone or Android where it's just grid, yeah. you know, and you just go in and, and think, I think it's what makes the most sense. 
Yeah, I like that. So, that'd be yeah. that'd be fine by me for sure. Um, Cyberpunk is actually going to release next week, supposedly. I don't believe. I won't believe it until I'm playing <laughs> that game and customizing my, my cybernetic gen- genitalia. <laughs> 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 it's a it's a feature. It's IGN, something you can do. Um, IGN, I mean, gave a review on it. And one of the, I was watching the. It was hilarious. it was one of the most awkward things I've ever with the <laughs> wife too because I said I said you know I'm going to be buying this game yeah and uh, the guy starts talking about it and she's like or there's like three of them on the on the on the call it's like a Sunday morning I, I don't know what the show is but it's on IGN and they're uh, chatting and uh, she's like I gotta ask I've I've gotta ask she's like how are the sex scenes review them. And the wife turns to me and she's like, there's sex scenes in the, like, you have sex in the game? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, CD Projekt Red, man. Robot sex. <laughs> and so, um, I guess the guy reviewed him and he said it was far more detailed than The Witcher 3. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, far, far more detailed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, there's that. On that note, uh, so CD Projekt Red uh, put out a tweet that had a map, and it was in this yellow that is just haunting to see. Because every time it's this big yellow announcement, <laughs> you're like, it's delayed. It's fucking delayed. Again, here we go. But no, this was actually a, a map of all the release times and preload times. So first off on consoles, the game will be available at midnight local time. And preload is available now on Xbox. Preload for PlayStation will not be until the 8th, which is two days before the game launches. Which is ample enough time for me to get that downloaded it's fine um for pc preload on on uh gog gog yeah gog uh this starts at on december 7th at 12 p.m uh cet (laughs) which i meant to convert all that over to uh, like eastern time and i totally forgot um so that's like the world standard central time right there uh yeah preload on steam and the epic store is at on December 7th at 5 p.m. CET as well. Uh, you're going to have to convert that yourself. I am so sorry. Uh, release on both GOG, Steam, and the Epic Store. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and list U.S. times, our major U.S. times here. Uh, so 4 p.m. Pacific time and 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, if you're looking for a different time zone, if you're one of our listeners across that little pond, um, May you're going to have to introduce you to Google. Yeah, you're going to have to either Google it or look it up on Twitter because there's far too many for us to list here. So. Out of our complete national ignorance. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> um, Just Google it. Yeah, but the, the majority of our so listeners you think it's gonna happen? are in the States. Uh, I would assume so at this point. I mean, yeah, if they got it, there's they got no time, way so. they delay it within a week. All right. But... <laughs> I'm going to ask it. Bugs? Uh, they already actually put out a statement saying there will be bugs at launch. So they're okay. getting it in front of that, which I'm not... I mean, if for anyone to expect this to be a, a completely bugless release is out of their minds because it is a Dude, large open not world. Be, there better not be bugs when I'm... As sculpting my genitalia. <laughs> as long as it's playable, I will be content. And I am very excited for this game. But it, it, I'm still like in this this weird state of disbelief that it's actually going to launch. <laughs> it's right. It's been delayed so many times. I'm like, yeah, no. I mean, December 10th, it's right around the corner, but it's not going to actually happen. I'm not actually going to get to play this game. But here we are. So, yeah. So then the second question is, 
does it live up to the hype within the first two days? That one is where I am concerned because I think this game has been hyped to the point that almost like Half-Life 3 levels of hype to where I just, yeah. I don't know if I'd it's almost say possible. higher. Yeah, but I mean, you see like, uh, Red Dead 2 lived up to the hype that was around it. So it's very possible that That's they deliver true. on this. And I mean, yeah. they've given themselves time to uh, work on it, even past when we were going to see it. So I, I really hope that uh, it does uh, for, for I mean, gamers' sake and CD Projekt Red's sake, because, good God, if this game doesn't live up to the hype, people will be very angry. And, I, I mean, it's unreasonable, but it's going to be the way it goes. So hopefully this game new, is as good as we all hope it is. New online update, too, for Red Dead Online. Yeah, it also added a... Um, you can buy just the online mode, which is the weakest part of that game. So... There's What's that. What's the price? I didn't see that. It was like 19 bucks. I yeah, I saw that. it was like $5, but I don't remember where it was $5 at. I think it was on PC. But um yeah, that's an option too. But yeah, I, I am really excited for Cyberpunk and like I said, I'm still kind of in this state of disbelief. So, I'm going to have to go ahead and pre-order that and get that bad boy downloaded on PlayStation and get it ready to rock and roll. Here's another question for Cyberpunk. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Do we fully know what the game's like? Uh, there's been a lot of gameplay videos and things like that, but I've actually stayed away from it because I don't yeah. want to know too much about it. I want to go in relatively blind. So, I've and I'm content with that. I know a lot of people have been watching everything they put out, every video, every um, what did they call it, Night City Live thing that they would do. Um, but I I've pretty much steered entirely clear of it. That's kind of why we haven't been reporting on any of that. And on top of that, it just felt like it was endless, so we just didn't really do that. But, um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm excited to go in blind and kind of see what's going on. The, the big thing is the shooting. Like, if the shooting doesn't feel good, this game is going to be pretty rough. Whereas The Witcher 3, I mean, the combat was kind of goofy, but it still was bearable. But, I mean, bad shooting can absolutely tank a good game. So, um, speaking of video games, apparently on Twitter, what's trending is Anthem and Kratos Fortnite. <laughs> and yeah, some, we were talking about that briefly. Kratos dancing. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Kratos <laughs> being added into Fortnite briefly before the show here, and that's wild to me because that yeah, is, it is. I mean, Fortnite's main uh, demographic is generally younger kids to like uh i don't know preteen middle teens Here's i, I don't thing. know <laughs> will you log in yourself to get kratos i have not will you do it though i will because congratulations <laughs> they made exactly what they wanted to happen i i have to tip my hat to them because they actually do put out some really cool skins and things and they know how to get people to spend money a hundred percent i mean well, that so- whole season was all marvel this last season and then they had mandalorian in the uh, battle pass for this season, and then they have Kratos. I mean, the only reason I even play Fortnite is because my kids play Fortnite, so I get drug into it quite often. And then, um, so, I mean, I might as well be Kratos while I'm playing Fortnite, I guess. <laughs> so, um, heads up, too, if you're on PS5 and you're playing Fortnite, 
Um, when you play a match on your PS5 after purchasing the Kratos outfit, you'll unlock the armored Kratos style where he's wearing like you know, all of his gold. Oh, nice. Sweet armor and stuff like that just on PS5. Hmm. So there's that. But yeah, it's weird. It is it's, weird. Uh, I mean, they've got him doing all the weird dance moves. And it's... That, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, it is kind of uncomfortable. But that game, I mean, uh, for the event they had at the end speak. of last season, it hit a record number of people watch or playing it and watching it live. Yeah. It was 15 Huge. million people logged in and watching this event as it was happening. It's insane. That's crazy, dude. Like That's that nuts. game just has it. It's never going it's to more die. Than the Oscars. I'm convinced it will live forever. <laughs> It'll live on for a very long time. It yes, will. absolutely. It's <laughs> it available will. everywhere too. So, um, moving on. So, kind of the the, the feature part of, of this episode, or kind of what we want to discuss. Um, I'll start off with uh, Cold War, and I you're going to chime in on, on multiplayer, but yeah. I'll, I'll talk about uh, campaign first. Um, so, this is uh, my Cold War review. Um, I played on PS5. Um, I have beat the campaign. I've done um, the multiple endings in the campaign as well. Damn, um, look at I will, you. I will, yeah, I'll keep it spoiler-free. Um, and I'll kind of just talk, because it's, I mean, it's still so new, right, for a yeah. lot of people out there. Um, and they were waiting on it with the PS5. And I haven't um, touched the campaign yet either, so don't spoil that yeah, for me. and I don't want to ruin your day. Um, so, first off, the campaign. Um, I'm going to compare it with, with Modern Warfare mm-hmm. and, like, which one I enjoyed more. I think I enjoyed Modern Warfare more. In total, um, I think there was some new stuff that was done in this campaign um, that shows a, like a pretty bright future for further Call of Duty campaigns. But um, there was some stuff that just took away from action, and I think that's primarily what people want um, in the campaign. And and even though like I know a lot of gameplay that we were shown. And a lot of stuff that we were shown was primarily just action-based. And there is, don't get me wrong, a lot of action in the campaign. There's just a part where it really starts to feel uh, not – it feels like it's not a, a standard Call of Duty campaign. And I thought that I, I was – when I first started, I was like, oh, this is cool. But it kind of stretched out a little bit too long. Um, there's a lot of stealth, just, isn't there, from what I've heard? So there's a good amount of stealth in – Overall in the campaign, there's specifically a part in the campaign where there's stealth and an investigation aspect, like a detective oh, aspect, okay. and making moves stealthily and things happen stealthily to change you know, where people are and where they're moving so that you can get to certain information or certain clues or to like a certain room. And... At first, I was thinking, you know, cool, this is going to result in, you know, like five minutes of doing this, right? And then it's going to turn into like some big battle. There's a big battle at the end of that specific part of the campaign, but there's like a solid 20 minutes of like ripping around stealthily. And if you're on a good difficulty, uh, it's a pain in the ass, like straight up. Yeah. So um, overall, though, I mean, I really enjoyed the story. Um you don't really care too much about the story from, I'd say from the first go to like 70% of the way, the last 30% is where it starts to actually grab you. And the ending is specifically where it grabs you because obviously there's multiple endings. So I had, um, you know, it's a game that made me go back and try out different, you know, 
multiple scenarios uh, towards the end, and you can go back and play your missions and stuff like that, and easily jump back in. And obviously, you know, on PS5, it's super easy to load into them; it's pretty quick. Um, so I really, I really enjoyed that aspect because I, I did, I did my first playthrough. Then I went back and did the missions to try and get like the other, the other ending. And I thought I would have known the ending, and then I was like, "Holy crap!" It was like complete, uh, complete 180 on everything. It was kind of, it was kind of crazy. Um, very cinematic-y um, in the ending part of the game, like a lot. Like there's like the last mission or whatever you've got, dude. Probably close to like damn near 15 minutes of cinematics throughout the entire thing. Really? Yeah. Then hmm. yeah, there's a lot of movie aspect part to the end of it which is okay but some of it you're kind of like let me do some of this right you know like um and then throughout the game too characters are cool um adler is like your main you know one of the main dudes in it um you know i think everybody at this point knows you know you're you're a cia operative um you know there's a twist in the story and that's that's the biggest part. That's why I'm saying like at the probably honestly not seventy like eighty percent of the way through, and then the last twenty percent you're just like what, holy crap! And like you're totally grabbed by it. Um, so the characters are really cool. Some of them are a little like cliche, like super like cheesy or corny. Um, you really only connect with Adler the most. I'd say the other ones are kind of just there. And they, you know, try to fit in different story stuff where you have to like, you know, you have, there's a mission, for example, where you have to choose who you want to save in that mission. And then, you know, whoever you don't save obviously, you know, passes away or is kidnapped and, and you don't see them for the rest of the game. And so it changes, you know, the game. Um, so there's that. Um, the mission board and stuff like that. I mean, it's all pretty similar. There's like, you know, a, a map up and stuff and you select your mission that you're going to next. It's kind of cool because you can actually and I advise people to do this, but you can go in and um, have conversation in like the operations room that you're in hmm. with people and you can actually like walk like the characters start having conversations with each other and it's not like one or two lines. Like for example one of the characters from MI6, the woman in there, is having a conversation with another character about um, a lady that they were trying to get and this lady from MI it was like literally like a 10 minute conversation between the two characters and I was just standing there <laughs> like listening to it watch it happen and she's like talking to her about this person that MI6 was trying to get and she was kind of insinuating that the CIA might have had her but then the CIA guy CIA guy good lord would not say whether you know CIA had him um, or had her and then she's like he's like what you know what's the big deal anyway she like pulls her scarf down and like her whole like neck has a scar across like the whole thing so there's like a lot of cool shit and then you can like find like different evidence in the room hmm. of like that kind of stuff and they'll talk about like all these crazy times and on the board where you're choosing your next mission you don't just click next mission you can also study all the evidence and look at cool stuff which is that's kind of neat um there's trippy factor too in the campaign it gets pretty trippy yeah. later on yeah, black um, ops style i mean yeah, yeah yeah and uh other than that, I mean, it's it's pretty good. Um, Ronald Reagan looks like Ronald Reagan. Sounds like Ronald Reagan in the in the in the game. You only see him like once. Does he feel like Ronald Reagan? No. Oh, couldn't touch him. Couldn't touch him. <laughs> I wish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> I just hear people. I do. I moved to this country. I hear people talk about Reagan all the time. And I know he just like won a bunch of shit in the country. But I'm, other than that, I have no no fucking idea. Yeah. If, if you scratch the, the trackpad on the on the DualShock Five, you can actually smell him. 
You can smell them. You scratch and sniff, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so let's talk about controller usage in, in, in the campaign. Uh, it's cool. I mean, you know, you've got the the um, the, the triggers, which, I mean, those are, those are wait for it, game-changing. Said it. <laughs> Feel like a douche. Um, it's, they are really cool. It, it, it always sounds dumb when you explain it to someone, but it, it honestly does it's change how totally it feels. totally game-changing. Um, it is really cool. Uh, it feels really cool with it. Uh, I don't recall using the trackpad at all. So that carries over from the PS4 <laughs> and um, you don't use the microphone to like blow in anyone's ear or anything like that or like <laughs> blow out a wick or <laughs> it would have been funny to have like a little cupcake or something yeah. in the story. And then you go, Whew. but uh, yeah, I, I don't remember using that. Uh, you don't use the motion either. So they, they really just take advantage of the triggers. Uh, the game looks gorgeous. Um, there were times where like I was looking out on like, um, there's like a, a an Arctic kind of well, it's it's you know it's Russia obviously, right? Um, and uh, there's a part where like you're up in the mountains in Russia, and uh, is pretty pretty cool looking. And there, there's parts where you're flying around like some big heavier equipment, like some gunships and stuff like that. And I mean it, it's not like you're seeing the same tree over and over again. It's it's pretty freaking cool. Like the, the graphics in this game. So that was fantastic from that aspect. Um, and uh, I did have an issue with it, which seems to be more on the PS5 side, which we'll talk about later. But the game crashed on me, um, both in the multiplayer and both in the campaign. And when it crashed, my PS5 went into that great old, you know, restoring data and all that crap. And then it eventually boots back up. Um, but. I will say I've not had that since there was another update that I think hit like last week or something and all my games are fine. I had an issue on my PS5. Well, we'll talk about that later. It's fine. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But anyways, I'm on to multiplayer. Do you want to... I've talked enough on on, on, on story. I'll, I'll chime in on, on some of your multiplayer stuff. Uh, so the multiplayer is actually pretty good. Uh, when I played the beta on PS4, I did not enjoy it at all and I was not going to pick this game up and we kind of picked it up a little bit on a whim Um more so to play with like our Xbox friends and things and it's just the easiest way for us to really play with them and party up with them so we can still chat and have our stupid conversations that we have at night um, but um, I, again to kind of echo what you were saying the controller really does make this game for me um, I didn't didn't really get a good feel out of the beta and it really felt kind of empty and I think a lot of that was because they were waiting for this controller and this controller has yeah. uh, resistance in the triggers the adaptive triggers they're all based on the gun each gun does feel different it, it really has a cool feel to it and um, it, I think the amount of immersion that you get out of the game is, is significantly higher now the multiplayer is a sniper just heaven uh, or a sniper hell depending on which end of the gun you're on uh it is brutal and one of my favorite yeah. maps when we first started playing armada which is the one that has the battleships and then the submarine in the middle um i is now easily my least favorite map it is very possible <laughs> to spawn and instantly be shot by a sniper 
Um, and it's just, uh, there, there's snipers everywhere because it's practically a point and click adventure. It, it is so easy <laughs> to snipe in this game. It's ridiculous. Um, but it, it is fun. And I, you know, I, I bash on the snipers, but I'm doing the same damn thing. So I really can't say much, but, uh, it, it is a lot of fun. And the multiplayer is what I expected from a black ops multiplayer. Um, I do want a few more maps for sure, because there's not a lot of them. And on top of that, especially for the, um, what is it combined arms is what they call their larger maps um and that's the one that has like the tanks and things like that um there's only three of them there's armada uh cartel and crossroads Mm -hmm. um and and they're all fairly decent except for armada i hate that fucking map Uh, well (laughs) and i wish people would stop voting for it (laughs) that that's those are the those are the maps in um combined arms yeah, yeah, combined arms. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's, I, I think, six maps for regular multiplayer. Um, so, have you have you played um, like just regular, yeah. like stuff like domination and stuff on like Moscow and all that shit? Yeah, yeah. I okay. I played okay. all the multiplayer yeah. maps at this point, enough. and I've played it because I, I really don't play much combined arms unless I'm playing with you. To be perfectly honest, just because it's it's yeah. So it's I a little I started playing. I mean, what level are you now in it? Uh, whatever level I was when we stopped playing the other night. Okay, I'm like level forty five, forty six. Yeah, I'm in that same ballpark. I think we're close to the same. Somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, I started playing more uh, domination Mm -hmm. um, and um, an assault, which is, or sorry, no hard point. I don't like assault, Um, but I'm playing domination, hard point, and then combined arms assault. And combined arms domination in my quick play for my playlist, but I um, tried yeah. out uh, that dirty bomb mode as well. Um, that's kind of interesting. It's almost battle royale esque in a way, but way smaller scale and also not really. It's it's interesting. It, it's like a combination of multiplayer or your typical like Call of Duty multiplayer in a battle royale, yeah. but you're also trying to blow up these like. Uh, radiation bombs of some sort. It's kind of cool, but it's very frustrating as well because you can do all of the work to get this thing set, and if you can't detonate the bomb, somebody else can swoop right in and detonate the bomb, and you're screwed. I was trying to. I, the only reason I played it yeah. is I was trying to unlock one of the operators, and uh, you have to like detonate have to a bomb it. three times or five times or something like that. And I have a big old zero still, and I played like two or three matches of that. It was very frustrating. Uh, and it really relies heavily on teamwork, but it, it, it is cool. It is a neat, neat game mode. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely go in with buddies or somebody you can talk to in a mic or whatever. I've spent a lot of time playing some Nuketown 24-7 too. Yeah, Nuketown. So I'm, I'm happy I mean, with that. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a little grindy. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. every... I mean, every Call of Duty has that aspect too. But like the sniper rifle, I finally feel now like I've, I've so now that I've leveled up a good chunk more over the last couple of days, like since I played with you, mm-hmm. um, I f- feel like I'm like really starting to get yeah a good gun on my hands. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's I think the multiplayer is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the triggers on the PS5 make it everything. I mean, if I was to play this on Xbox. Series X with the with the controller, um, I mean I, I guess it'd be okay. Like I'd be, I yeah. mean I think it'd still be fun. I think it'd still be good. I think it'd be like a good Call of Duty game. But having the triggers definitely takes it to another level. 
which obviously, you know, this is the first time having a COD game that does this, so there's going to be a little bit of honeymooning there, right? But, right. Um, It'd be hard to switch back for sure at this point. Yeah. I definitely don't want them to keep the water shit, the underwater stuff. No. Um, it was cool at, least at not first. shooting but underwater. I think that's pretty bullshit, and it's, it's also... You just your visibility is pretty dumb. I mean, you've got people that'll sit up against the the bottom of the the ship that's all black, and then you can't. I mean, you can't see shit. Yeah. When you're in the water, and then they'll just snipe you off from there, and it's just kind of. I, I think it's just kind of kind of dumb, or like someone's floating underwater and they snipe you underwater, and it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a video game, but all right. Yeah, it was kind of neat at first, but now at this point, it's just frustrating because it, it's just yeah. constantly there's somebody also, hiding in the water somewhere. Tanks are fucking tough. Yeah, and they weren't. Which in the I beta. get it. A tank is tough. They, but they definitely changed that because in the beta, they were easy to take down. You could really handily take one down with just a, a regular AR. And now yeah. it's to the point where it's. I mean, a sniper does nothing to it essentially you have to have like the special perk on for it or the special yeah. attachment or whatever and you can do more damage but even then it's still a lot mm -hmm. and and i mean there's been some good fixes in, in quality and trying to shift um shift a culture in the game a bit a little bit more with a perfect examples of rpg so you have to completely max out the level on the on the on the rpg that you get before you can use the one that's like just free yeah rpg like a free just mm -hmm. quick shot rpg you have to use one that's a tracking one and that's great because one it does two things one is it gets people to focus more on you know taking down spy planes and stuff like that which is important taking down gunships you know working on aerial efforts um while also uh you know leveling up and getting good with your other guns so that you don't have to rely on just running around with an rpg and shooting stuff so but overall good game yeah i agree i think i mean if i was to rate it on our diggity system, I mean, it's definitely a buy, absolutely buy. Yeah. Um, and if if you don't like Call of Duty, it's not going to give you, with all its new features, it is not going to feel like a different game. No, to you. it's going to feel like any other Call of Duty, yeah. just plussed here and there. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a great addition to the Call of Duty family. So I definitely give it an absolute buy. I still think I like Modern Warfare a little bit more personally, but okay. I, I do enjoy this one. But I mean, the Black Ops series has kind of always been its own thing. It's it's always played different, yeah. and it feels. I mean, it, but this is a good Black Ops game. I mean, it, it, I didn't like four, I didn't like three, um, but this this one is good. Um, I would say this yeah. is the best Black Ops game since two. So, uh, and I really yeah. like two. But, um, yeah, so moving on here, I have some first impressions on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I have only about 10 hours in this game so far. Um, it does not use any of the special PlayStation features like adaptive triggers or anything like that. So that was a little disappointing, but I get it. Um, there, It has some of the same pains that you kind of have in the Assassin's Creed series where traversals... Actually, I somehow traversal has gotten worse in these games over the years. Um, I think I think some of the earlier on Assassin's Creeds actually moved better than these. These are a little clunky. Um, there's sometimes it's very frustrating trying to get my character to do a certain thing that I want him to do. I want you to climb down or 
apparently not. You know, it, just some odds and ends things that are kind of a pain. Um, but overall, I really, really love this game. Uh, for all of the bad that comes with it, there's also a lot of good and a lot of cool things they've done. Um, it, there's some... Another thing I don't like about it is they've kind of hidden some of the cooler armor and things like that in microtransactions. Uh, and some of this armor actually even adds... Um, uh, certain perks to your character that allow you to, you know, raid easier or things like that. Like buffs and stuff like that. Like it, it definitely helps out. Yeah. It, it, the armor actually does make a pretty big difference. So that's oh, not that's great to see. Crummy. Um, I, and as far as the armor you can unlock, there's still some cool armor you can unlock by, by any, or certainly, can, but can, can you buy the armor at any time? You can. Hmm. Hmm. But I think it scales to your level because you have to you have to upgrade armor oh, and okay, things okay. as you go, so you can kind of get it to whatever level you need it to be anyway. So still, that, I mean, you can buy a buff. I mean, right? Well, there's also that, but yeah, I, I don't really like the use of microtransactions in this game. I don't think it's not solely cosmetic, and even if it was solely cosmetic, they definitely hid the best stuff uh, and kept it off for DLC. Um, but Overall, do the gameplay test. What's that? Do you think that's a test by Ubisoft to see if they can do that more and more of their games, or do you think it's just like something we might see from them going forward? Um, just regardless. I, I I think a lot of these companies that do these microtransactions do that. I mean, they because they want to sell units. So if you have, I mean, yeah, uh, from from a extent, cosmetic standpoint, right. but I mean, like having not just a cosmetic aspect, but having a buff. With the cosmetic. I think that was a big misstep, and I'm not entirely sure why they did it. Um, if armor or that overall, like if it was a transmog system where like, oh, you just skin this over the armor you normally have type of thing, that would be fine. But I think yeah. the idea of having certain armor that has certain perks and then now some of that is hidden behind DLC, that's that's uh, not great. It's kind of a problem, actually. Um, but I mean, you can you can definitely play the game with the armor that you earn, and and it's not that big of a difference, but it does make a difference to an extent. So, um, but overall, I mean, the combat's a lot of fun. It can be a little bit clunky, especially at first. Uh, once you do get used to it, it works very well, though. Um, it is very similar to Odyssey's uh, combat system, which took me a long time to get into as well. So I'm not surprised this one's taken me a bit, but uh, it was probably about three hours in when it finally clicked and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, okay. You know, I, I understand, uh, the, you know, decent combos and things like that. And at the beginning, you're pretty much just swinging an ax. You have a heavy attack and a light attack. And as you go, you unlock these books that actually will give you special skills. And then you can assign these skills to various different, um, buttons. So these skills, it's like you hold down, uh, I think it's left trigger or right trigger, and then you can access, you mm -hmm. know, I think it's your uh, left up and right or X triangle circle, whatever. I, I, I <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, it, and it works well, but um, it, it can be a little bit clunky. Uh, but overall, the world is gorgeous. I mean, they're... They added that new update that allows you to either play essentially in fidelity mode or performance mode, and uh, those wor both work very well. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to continue to play this game. I, I will probably see this one all the way through, and it's it's Great. not a short game by any means. So so for as of right now, with, with the limited time you've put into it, it's a buy? 
Um, if you are not big on the Assassin's Creed games or not big on that whole Viking time period type of deal, um, I would not say it, to buy it because it's not going to change your mind about either of those is, things. Is this an? Is this like so? Let's say someone hasn't played any of the Assassin's Creed. Is this is a good entry point at all, or no? Yeah, you could. Which is confusing. You could enter into it. There is some of the tie-ins back to the original Assassin's Creed, like the the Ezio sure. series and stuff. So um, maybe watch a video to catch up on some of that stuff. But um, I would say you would be able to jump in on this and not be entirely lost. You can probably okay. piece it together, but it is kind of. They do a lot of the same things that you used to be able to do in Assassin's Creed that they got away from for a little bit where you were like outside of the Animus and you were walking around and you could listen to like voicemails and things like that, um, which is cool. I, I'm glad that stuff has made a return. I didn't make it all the way through Odyssey, so I, from what I understand, there was some of that in Odyssey as well, but I, I never even made it there, to be perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, I, I think I would recommend at this point you might as well wait for a sale because it's an Ubisoft game and it's going to go on sale. In fact, it was just on sale. so It already has been on right. sale. Right, so I, I would just go ahead and wait for a sale on this one, but it is a damn good game, and I do really enjoy it. It does need a little bit of polish, but it it's it's good, and it's a good Assassin's Creed game at that. So Cool. Um, I'll give a quick, quick Spider-Man remastered review. So... Um, I am. I think I'm actually a pretty common scenario. I mained Xbox. I did not get to play Spider-Man when it was on PlayStation 4. And I picked up the Spider-Man Launch Legacy Ultimate, whatever the hell edition, <laughs> with, you know, remastered the DLC and uh, Miles Morales. And so I got to experience Spider-Man the first time through the Spider-Man remastered. I played a tiny bit at, at Brody's house of, on, on the PS4, mm -hmm. but um, so I, I love the game. I mean, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm biased. I'm a massive Spider-Man fan. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's my superhero. Um, and so, I mean, I was a little biased on that. Um, the story's great. Uh, it's a, it's a typical Spidey comic book style story slash animated weekend cartoon style you know, pretty pretty easy to grasp what's going to be coming next or happen next. <laughs> yeah, like very easy, um, but but cool. I wish there's a little bit more um, to do with. Uh, I, I mean, I can. There's no reason I can't spoil this because it's the game's been out for so long at this point. But um, the Sinister Six, like, I wish that like there was more boss stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I. You fight them. The really, it's a really cool battle with them, but I don't know. It's just kind of left out. And then some of the side missions and stuff like that can get a little bit daunting, a little kind of ridiculous here and there. Yeah. Um, but there's cool stuff like landmarks and going taking photos of stuff. The city looks absolutely gorgeous uh, in the game. It's incredible how quick you can load into the game. Like after you unlock all of the city and swing around everywhere and you realize like how much shit is going on at one time in this playable world. And then you can just go from the most Northern point to the most Southern point in like two and a half seconds. And you're like, Holy crap. Yeah. That's <laughs> wild. And we talked about yeah. that briefly where 
you were uh, fast traveling. And I was like, man, I never fast traveled in that game. I swung everywhere. And then it kind of clicked. That was because it took forever to load. So it was almost quicker (laughs) for me to just swing there versus actually fast traveling. Yeah, so I think the game's absolutely brilliant. It's great. I can't wait for them to make a Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or maybe perhaps to come up with even more DLC for Miles Morales. My goal this weekend is to jump more into Miles Morales. I have really just like I honestly got, I got like 20 minutes of it into it and that's it. Did you um, get through all the DLC the... on Remastered then? No, not yet. I I think I'm still going to go back and play some of it. I just really want to see the city with all the snow. And I hear that Miles Morales has a little bit more graphical intensity to it rather than um, remastered, you know. Um, So I want to I want to take that in a little bit more and and, and get that and get that going and kind of just continue off from the main story. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I've played a little bit of the first DLC, so I'm kind of going through some of that but um overall i mean it's an absolute buy um i think if sony continues to do remasters of games like this that i personally missed out on for not having a ps4 they'll have an immense amount of success with people purchasing these things because there's a lot of people like me that were on xbox and maining xbox that went dude i'm not going to miss out on you know these exclusives like that again that's just i can't so i had a blast in it and it, it was fantastic absolute buy for me Nice. Yeah, I loved that game as I played through it, and I, I, that was the first game I ever platinumed because it was pretty much Damn. the reason I bought my PS4. That and God of War. Um, so I've been, I've actually played all the way through Spy or Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, and I've actually almost platinumed it. I need to do a new game plus, which I just haven't set aside the time to do that quite yet, but I will eventually. Um, this game's fantastic. I mean, it builds off of what Spider-Man did, um, and, and just makes it better. I, there's like some different things that Miles Morales can do that Spider-Man can't do. And it kind of adds this new level of, um, strategy to it, I would say. And some of the, um, enemies that you face later in the game are actually way more difficult than the hardest, hardest enemies in Spider-Man. So, uh, you really have to make use of your gadgets and make use of your abilities and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Miles Morales is a fantastic game. It is not quite as long as Spider-Man, but I think I still had like 15 hours in this game. Uh, and I did everything I could basically in my first playthrough, uh, and got all the trophies that I could. And after I beat the story, went and did some of the extra stuff that pops up after that. Um, so really on my new game plus, I don't have to do much. I mean, I can pretty much get enough activity points to unlock the new skills that I didn't have and then jump right into it and power through the story and be done with it. But, um, the story by itself, if you don't do any side stuff is probably, I think we estimated it's probably somewhere around eight hours or so. And then a lot of the extra stuff, depending on how you go about it, it's, you probably got another five to six hours there, I'd say. Um, sure. But yeah, it's a fantastic game. I mean, if, if you like the first Spider-Man, this is an absolute buy hands down. Um, if you're remotely interested in it, I still recommend going and playing the Spider-Man, uh, the first Spider-Man and whether it's the PS4 version or the remastered, 
definitely go play it. It wasn't that long ago it came out, so if you don't want to fork out the cash to get the ultimate or whatever, but uh, I would just go ahead and get the ultimate. It, it's like the, twenty the bucks regu- more. Yeah. So it's it's the really regular worth it. is pretty cheap too, like the regular version of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like only like 29 bucks now for the regular. Yeah, and then... It was on sale the other day. If you want to play Miles, though, you might as well get the Ultimate and play both of them at the same time. Oh, yeah, so. and the remastered. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's a fantastic game, and um, this one is a 100% a buy for me. I loved it, and they did use the adaptive triggers a little bit. It's not super excessive or anything like that. Um, and the controller also, as you're swinging through the city, it does the classic thwip sound, <laughs> which... I don't ever hear because I always have a headset on anyway. Yeah. It um, does it does that in, in Spider-Man Remastered. Does too. it? Uh, but like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, great. <laughs> but uh, the, the use of the adaptive triggers is pretty slight in this. Uh, as you're swinging through, you can feel the trigger actually kind of fight against you. And then as you get to the apex of your swing, it actually loosens up and kind of goes through. And it, it, it yeah. adds a little bit to it, but it's not... It's not like revolutionary or anything, but it, it is really good. And yeah. the graphics are gorgeous. Performance mode works fantastic, and uh, fidelity mode works fantastic. Uh, performance mode freaked me out because I'm not used to seeing that many frames, and it it always looks so bizarre to me seeing uh, that many frames per second versus you know what you're used to uh, coming from an Xbox One. Uh, not big on the frames, so <laughs> this is this is really really cool. Um, but I actually played in fidelity mode the entire time, other than when I switched over just to yeah. try performance mode. Because because performance mode takes away ray tracing, right? Yeah, yeah. So it it, it still looks gorgeous. I mean, don't get me wrong, but the fidelity mode is right. just that extra bit of it looks really cool. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Go buy it. Um, but first, play the the first Spider Man game. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then moving on, as we this is gonna be a, it's lengthy. A <laughs> it's a lengthy show. We always just we're like, man, there's not that much news. I knew these reviews were gonna to get us about. at the end because once we get going yeah. on something, we just keep talking. That's right. Um, that's what makes us good podcasters. Yeah. So, um, quick one on this. Let's just let's just quickly wrap this because I mean it, it's it's really uh, this last review is. I mean, it's a tech demo, really, at the end of the day. And that, it's that's a gorgeous that's tech Astro. demo. It is. It is. It's Astrobot's Playground, which I actually had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I think, oh, it, yeah. I think it was really well done. It's a good game. Um, it's really cool. It showcases the triggers off for the first time. I think it's a great introduction to the system and how they did it. And what's even cooler is just all of the awesome artifacts and like PlayStation nods. Yeah. Like over the years, all the way down to like the TVs that PlayStation was originally making as a different company Mm -hmm. and pairing up with, which is just incredible. I mean, there's, there's everything in this game. So the character is adorable. Obviously we've, we've seen him be used in VR for the VR tech demo. Um, you know, I, I would, I've said to Brody, I think when I was playing it for the first time, cause he, he didn't, um, you didn't dive into it. No. Uh, until later on, obviously, because we had our you know the two day difference at the PlayStation's, but um, I was I, I mean I was like, hey, they, sh- they make a full tilt game with this dude in it. I'm down to play it for PS5. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think he's great. I think he's I honestly I think he's on the same level of like a Spyro or Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. This point, it, the personalities there. I mean, all the callouts. Um, to other games like they had like devil may cry and like 
odd odd games that a bunch of people wouldn't even realize were in there right but um yep. they and they had like the character the other little bots acting it out and stuff there's just so much personality and charm in this world that it 100 percent has the ability to be something like a crash or a spyro or or what have you i mean it and mm-hmm. honestly for a platform it was really good and i was surprised yeah i know the vr platformer the the original astrobot was uh very good as well but this was I was shocked because I almost wasn't really this is like Mario level. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And I I kind of was iffy about even giving this a go because I wasn't really a diehard PlayStation fan by any means growing up. Right. Um, so I don't have a lot of the same same nostalgia. But I do. I mean, as I was playing it, I realized I do have nostalgia for it because I had buddies that had PlayStations and you go over and play it and you'd have this and that, you know. So there was nostalgia for some things. I mean, not all of them by any means. But, um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic little tech demo intro to the controller, intro to, you know, having your PlayStation. And it it works great. And what's even better is you can play it while another game is downloading. So that's kind of how I got into it was it's already pre-downloaded on your console you want to download another game go ahead and start this up while that's downloading and play through this and i mean you play one level and you'll be hooked so uh it, it's fantastic oh, yeah. it's a short little game i mean it was, i bet you i probably had five hours in it maybe but i and that's with a platinum yeah. trophy too so there's not much to it but boy i love every single minute of it yeah it's fantastic absolutely do not delete it off your machine yeah without playing it first because it's fantastic all right cool um and then the last part of show um kind of uh you know we've had these systems for a couple weeks now um want to give just a couple of bullet points each of what we you know some troubles that we've had with it and uh kind of what we don't like and what we hope kind of changes in the future I really don't like my PlayStation hard resetting in the middle of playing a game. It's very concerning. <laughs> did did it do that yesterday? Uh, no, I have not had it happen for a little while. But so it so there was a system update mm. that happened, and I had an issue where I like Miles Morales and like Spider Man. None of my games would update. Oh yeah. And they had updates. And I looked on Reddit, and that was a big thing. So there's a system update, and all of them updated properly. And I have yet to have any crash really? at this point. Nice. Yeah. I So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. My last crash, so I was actually at work, and my oldest son was playing, and it hard crashed while he was playing Miles Morales. And my wife's like, um, so the PlayStation just shut off, and then when we turned it back on, it was saying something goofy about repairing everything and she's like i just hit okay and <laughs> and it worked i'm like oh god <laughs> but i actually had a moment where it crashed really hard during cold or i was playing zombies i was playing cold war um and it crashed and went through that whole thing of you know repairing this and Oh, when it shuts off like that, it actually is like you just ripped your hard drive out the back of it, essentially. Like, this thing does not like it. And so I was freaking out because all my PlayStation 4 save data and everything was on there, and I didn't have a backup Mm -hmm. for it because I actually sold my PlayStation 4 at this point, too. Um, So I had to go in 
and the first thing I did was transfer all of my save data for my PlayStation 4 games over to a flash drive because that stuff is not saved on the cloud. Um, so I now have another drive that has like Persona 5 Royal on there and like these games that I put a lot of hours into that I don't want to yeah. lose because I about had a heart attack when that happened. I was like, well, I'm just never going to play this game again. So, um, but yeah, I, that other than that, it's, it's been really good for me. I really love this console. I am concerned about the triggers, which we've talked about before, um, I've seen a lot of people saying that they have broken triggers. I don't know. Uh, what? Already? Yeah, I've seen a handful of people with some broken triggers. Granted, I mean, it, it, it was on Reddit, so it was just those are getting pushed up to the top. It may not be a very common issue, yeah. but I have seen a handful of them, uh, which mm. is concerning. It's a bummer. Uh, which was something I actually had a concern about before I even got my hands oh, on the, the controller. The first thing you start, the first time I, I grab those, this is great. Will this work in six months? Right. Uh, which these are what seventy dollar really? controllers, so I sure yeah. hope so. And it's really hard to find these things right now, anyway. So if you don't have a backup and your yeah. main controller breaks, you might be shit out of luck. Um, it's hard to find. It's not hard here. Yeah. What? Not where I'm at. Oh, oh my god! It's well, like I mean, ninety I mean, controllers for, per PS Five. I mean, for most people, yeah. I I, oh, I have okay. controllers and all the accessories and stuff at my local Walmart, but um, okay. Yeah. As far as the consoles, no. But uh, yeah, we, we okay, do have yeah, everything yeah. else. But so, so I had a I had a really long crash, like scary, like it didn't turn back on. Oh boy, I'm pretty sure I turned so, mine on when it hard crashed. <laughs> So I uh, I have a flash drive. No, I have a external. I have an external hard drive. Yeah, for a uh, that that is literally the Seagate like PS4 one. Mm -hmm. And I bought that because it was on sale one day, and I actually just wanted to use it as like a external for my PC because it's a, whatever. It's the same pocket. Right. And uh, I used it on, on the PlayStation, and I've got the PS4 games there mm -hmm. that I've downloaded. And I went and played Cold War. And this was back on Saturday, like Thanksgiving. We were, we were, we were having our Thanksgiving dinner at that time. And um, I went to go play it after, after Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, it, like, just crashed. I'm looking at it. I'm like, you son of a... <laughs> um, but uh, it, it crashed. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's going to have to do this repairing thing. And so it does the, it goes through the repairing thing. And then it goes to another screen where it's like, got to repair the external drive now. Mm -hmm. And it took like half an hour. Oh, really? And then it shut off and it beeped like three times. And I went, fuck. It's dead. <laughs> oh. And then I went, right? <laughs> I'm like, not knowing anything, what three beeps yeah. mean, I'm just like, shit. Like it could have just went. I love you. And it's done, you know? <laughs> Don't go towards and the, the three line. beefs. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so then I'm like, shit. And I start pressing the power button. It's doing nothing. Oh God. Nothing. And I'm like, God, don't you brick on me. <laughs> so then I, don't you I die out. on me, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so then I, yeah. So then I pull out the, uh, I pull out the power cable at the back of it. Cause the span, the fan was still spinning black screen, nothing happening for like 30 minutes. 
Oh God! Pull the power out, and I'm like, "Fuck it, we're gonna go for it." Oh no! Surgery on this. So I pull it out. My butthole is puckering for you right now. (laughs) It's not even happening. (laughs) Worked fine. It worked. It worked. So you know, and then it booted back up. Everything was fine. Went to the you know the whole safety and warning screen. Then I'm in there. I hit my little icon. Boom! I'm in. Huh? But yeah, I shit my pants, dude, for like a solid for 40 minutes of my life. I went. This is this is a real pandemic. This, this shit has hit my family now. Oh God! <laughs> so, um, you know, we got it. We got it fixed out, and it seems like online, no one's. A lot of people aren't having any issues anymore. Yeah. But some people, I mean, some people are bricked. Oh yeah. I mean that. Well, that one guy that got the uh, preview mm-hmm. unit right before it was like what two days before launch day, and he's like, "Hey, it doesn't PlayStation anymore. <laughs> it's just a brick." <laughs> so. That was a little interesting. I've had no uh, controller issues. When Corey came on and talked about people saying that it was filthy on the back of it, maybe I washed my hands. In fact, I know I do. So maybe maybe that's the issue with some people. Mine looks but, uh, okay, and I'd let my kids play it too. So, I mean, it yeah. can't be too terrible. I think, I think there's just some fucking disgusting people out there. I, I ate a whole bag of Cheetos, touched my controller, and it got dirty. This is bullshit. Like Come on, yeah, what, man. What the hell? I'm scratching my balls, and now there's sweat all over the back of my controller. What the hell is this? It's excreting oils from the plastic. My, no, I mean, it's definitely your my fault. My wife was Wash listening to our episode that we did with Corey, and the when I was talking about the controller and I said something about the scratching the balls part, that just so happened to be when my kids got in the car with her. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Sorry, children. You are now scarred for life. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see the issue with that. I think there's just some really fucking gross people out there who aren't washing their hands. God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I absolutely adore. This At a thing time so where you far. should be washing your hands more, so this concerns me greatly. Imagine what you know after hand sanitizer and all of this shit. We don't have to use that anymore, or well, we should, we should definitely be using. <laughs> But we don't have to use it to the extent that we use it now. Can you imagine what some of these controller photos are going to look like? Oh, good God. Some I people mean, should just I mean, I, not own sp- white controllers. Just go ahead and peel that shell off, paint that bad boy black, and call I, it a day. I, Janelle was asking me the other day. She's like, do you want another controller for Christmas? And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to wait for them to come up with new colors. Yeah. I don't want two white ones. And it's not because I think that I'm going to get Cheeto dust on them. It's because... I, just, I want a different design. Yeah. I want like the camo or like, you know, a cool blue one or a red, red. you know, yeah. they always come up I with want a, a red, red one. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want a red one too. He said the red Xbox controller. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was like, ah, no, nah, I'm all right. I really wish they came out with multiple colors at the start. I think people would have bought them. Yeah. Like crazy. Um, but anyways, yeah. So th- any other, any other stuff, any other pains with it? No, uh, honestly, I've, I've really been Ooh, loving turning it off so far. What? Turning it off with a controller, just make it easier. Yeah, I. I mean, maybe I spoiled with Xbox and being able to, you know, just hold the button down and go over and hit turn off. Right. Which was a little easier. It's not the end of the world, but yeah, it's not as no. as simple as what you're yeah. used to. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure they'll do like a quality of life update. Even with the PlayStation like Four, it was fairly easy. I mean, you still held it down, and I think you had to go down once, and then you were there. But yeah, but now you got to go like down and go all the way over. Right. It'd be nice to have like the power be earlier in that list or whatever. I mean, just something. It's a minute detail, right? But there was one more thing I thought of, but I can't. I can't remember it. 
Dang it. I did. Dang it, dang it, I dang did it. end up hitting, I was trying to hit the PlayStation button, and somehow I managed to hit the trackpad the other day, so that was kind of impressive on my own part, because <laughs> that's a pretty decent <laughs> distance in between. That's not even really a complaint. Jesus. I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's a statement. <laughs> I don't know if I tried to that's hit it with complaint. my face or what happened. But... Oh, that's that's my thing. Um, little pro tip. I mean, people may have already seen stuff now because obviously the people who listen to our show are, are big gamers. But um, if you hold down the uh, mute button for the mic mm-hmm. and you hold it down on the controller, it'll also mute your television at the same time. It'll mute everything that's I there. have a little PSA. Um, the mute button, like if you have a mute control on your headset, that doesn't mute your mic. You actually have to hit the mute button on your controller. What? Mm-hmm. I found that out the other day. No, my my headset with the switch mute. Mine does not. Because I've 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 flat out said I've flat out done. I'm like the first time I did, I'm like, can you hear me? You know, when it was muted, waiting for you to say something, and it it didn't. Well, let's talk about that too. That's the last point. Sorry, before we end this, the jack. My God, it's got the grip of a toddler. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> it holds nothing. It is terrible. I pulled no that thing out. Shit! All that the they time. decided to make a Bluetooth one. I. No wonder it didn't come with anything for for a headset, like even the shitty earbuds, and no wonder they've decided just to make a Bluetooth one. Yeah, because their jack is I mean, absolutely terrible. Yeah, I, I never... It holds nothing. I don't think I ever once pulled the jack or the headset out of my Xbox controller. I have probably pulled it out of my PlayStation controller at least 30 times, and I've had this thing and for, what, had- two and a half weeks, three weeks? Yeah, and then we've had like party chats where you're like Jeff, you're all robotic. I'm like, well, that's because the jack is. Then <laughs> <laughs> I like, click it. Everything. I just need good. to get a Bluetooth so. control. Or I, a headset. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll just do it where it's like you know they'll get a better jack or something, and it'll just spontaneously be better in newer controllers. Oh, I'm sure. It, it's you a, know what I mean because that happened with the Xbox. It's controller. a minor thing too, but it it's still annoying. Yeah, it's not great. So, uh, anyways, guys, that'll do it for the show. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, please do so at Diggity Podcast. Remember, we are going to be doing a live stream of the Game Awards, so you can watch along with us or watch the video on our YouTube channel. You go to YouTube, put in Diggity Gaming or Diggity, you'll find us. Little green icon. And uh, good God, that's a week from now. That's a week from now. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're doing a uh, ooh, ooh. Depending upon if there's not news or not, maybe we'll just do the game awards. Yeah, that's why I was for emphasizing it. Do a watch along for our audio. Okay, well there we go. That's what we're gonna do, yeah. guys. So, um, and then uh, you're thinking about doing what a gameplay video on the YouTube channel? Yeah. Is that right? So uh, I tweeted out another reason to get on there and follow our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I put it on both. Um, so wherever you want to follow, follow there. But I tweeted out and posted on Instagram asking for some recommendations of what to play. So if you would like to subject me to some awful sort of game, which one of our good friends recommended, Chair Fuckers, um, which I did Google, and it is a real game. I will not be playing that on, on YouTube because that's Just not going to happen. Doing God's work. Um, but uh, I think I'm actually going to play Doom Eternal which I have to bounce back over to my Xbox for that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to give her hell. Sweet. And uh, I'm aiming to get up a video, uh, hopefully this week, of uh, 
kind of more in-depth review of the controller and kind of a deep dive into the controller and my thoughts on it and where they could go in the future with it with accessories and uh, little changes. So tune in to that on the old YouTubes. Um, and uh, you can follow me on PSN, Maple Jeff. That's my name. You can find me at Luscious Brody. Get you some, baby. Uh, guys, leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Whether it's a like and a subscribe on the YouTube channel or on the audio version of the podcast, a beautiful, wonderful motherfucking review. It helps us tremendously get views <laughs> on sites. <laughs> Straight up. Just going to fucking put it out there. It helps us get featured on a ton of those podcast things with reviews. Um, we've had some awesome reviews. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and be like that cheesy business and say that we maintain a great five-star rating. Uh, but, uh, you know, please don't fuck that up. Uh, please, <laughs> But please definitely leave us a review. Um, it helps us get noticed more. Thank you to those who have. Thank you to everyone who listens. And uh, like I said, next week will be a little bit of a Game Awards show and uh, kind of like, I guess, what the audio version will be like, more like reactions of what's happening in some yeah. sense or like a, like a, a companion show almost i guess where it's like play this shit if you want well you watch like the game awards if you didn't get to watch it and you can hear a stupid commentary <laughs> wouldn't that be beautiful that would be That'd wonderful be oh look it's jeff Keeley again <laughs> and he's wearing a different look suit. jeff's still here um yeah so guys until next time we will see you out there on the interwebs thank you so much for listening and until next time see ya <laughs>